0: And i am and lovers of Growing Up D-Friend, the sub-series where you get so much D-Friend Jessica, you can't stand it. This is Growing Up D-Friend number 10. It seems like whenever Dave and I are in the car, this is what we end up doing. Uh, we were on our way to a Smash event. Uh, it was a great one, actually. Um, and on that note, I just want to put it out there. Um, one of the uh, the Smash Holes uh, passed away last weekend, Brian DeSilva. Uh, Brian De Silva was a supporter of the show, uh, a client of mine, um, Quayton's friend. Uh, he passed away last week of a heart attack. R.I.P. Brian. Uh, we got you, Crusher. It's all good. Um, so this podcast, even though it has nothing to do with Brian, uh, is dedicated in the memory of Brian De Silva. Uh, and also, just make it make it a mental note. Go out there, get yourself checked, boys. Brian was 29 years old, passed away of a heart attack. Um, you know what? The heart's not nothing to fuck with. Um, we're doing some work on the Fit for February sub and it's about being healthy. And when something like this happens, even though uh, Brian wasn't a close friend, it's something that it kind of puts everything into perspective. So uh, I'm coining a phrase. Uh, maybe it's already a phrase. I don't know. But don't eat like an asshole. Uh, be smart. Uh, make sure that you get your heart checked out. Any, any kind of concerns that you might have with it, please go get, do yourself a favor and check it out put it out there uh fit for february will continue i think we're gonna keep releasing those on wednesdays uh kind of like a wcw like weight crush wednesdays uh, i think that might be a new thing as well as hopefully we have something new from miss six in the works i know that she's been kind of tied up with some stuff um as well as uh the man the myth the legend the chalupa cabra aka machine gun chalupa um maybe the awkward throw clear with another one uh, really good response like it's insane how nice um, the growth of the podcast is going. I, know I said the last couple of times, but it's insane lately. The numbers have been doubling; it's wild. Been with the podcast the last couple of weeks. Uh, our top tracks from last week were the fit for February number one, and a uh, brand new subseries out there called Any Thirty Sports. Uh, that was worst sports franchises ever. Those were our two big ones last week, and I want to put a shout out to Mace Do, Mace Doe. <laughs> I don't know something like that thanks for checking in as well as uh, somewhere new on the map Ireland blew up a little bit um even though our top cities last week were Mississauga of course Kississauga for February of course Godrich Ontario what's up Godrich and of course the sixth Toronto being our third most busy market I I don't put it out there it's this, what that that's what's gotta be that's what's gotta be anyways okay I don't know what I'm doing here long-winded intro this is a short podcast uh again this is recorded in car en route in, uh, into the six and uh it might be a little little car like so i don't know maybe make you feel like you're in the back seat uh dave and i uh, have a great time dave gives me this big old edible he doesn't believe i eat it i eat it i eat it chew it in front of him nothing happens again seriously i think he's fucking with me i think he's just giving me these candies tell me that they're edibles but they're actually just regular candy i mentioned in the podcast had no effect i'm gonna stop playing this game with him i'm over it he must seem to enjoy it it doesn't seem to do anything for me and you know i'm paranoid too because i don't even want to do more and nervous that i go too far deep and then dave never lets me live it down anyways whatever this is number 10 in the growing up d friend subseries. they never thought we'd take this far here we go
1: This is the Not After 30 Podcast, a podcast about reminiscing about your 20s while surviving your 30s. Now, it's time for the show. What's up, Not Nation, lovers of the Not After 30 Podcast. We back! We are episode 10 of the Grown Up D-Fran Podcast. Dave and I are in the car. Sorry, Dave. And I are in the car on our way to Smash Wrestling. He just gave me edible. I don't know if I should eat it. it's in your mouth right now. Okay, here I'm chewing it.
2: I think he's lying to me.
1: Last time we did this in my
2: car, I remember the car being really loud. Yeah. And
1: uh, I'm assuming it it's might gonna... be the same. It might be loud again. Yeah. So it's a, this is much chewier and it tastes like a real gummy. It tastes like uh, it's it's a coke bottle. Yeah. It tastes just like those coke candies that we used to have when we were kids. Yeah. Great. Uh, it totally tastes like that I think it's a placebo test It's like a really It's really a Coke bottle and you're like oh, let's, see, let's see if he gets high off this mm-hmm.
2: Yeah I've, I found with these These jellies like they're hit and miss Like depending on if they're like the full block And you have to cut it out yourself is a different story But if they're in pieces like This is uh, It's hit and miss like uh, I don't know Sometimes I don't feel anything but... So
1: uh, Dave
2: uh, How's Amber? good so far. Can't complain. There's a...
1: I was really hoping you could tell your story how you're now becoming your street police. I am. I am straightening things out over there. Um, it's a street for the
2: most part. On our side of the street is good. They're all homeowners. On the other side of the street there's a lot of rental properties because In line because I can't I can't stand it anymore. Like some of these college kids are they're just so fucking lazy. Like I don't know what else to say. Like how else to say it? Like they're just so fucking lazy. They're just fucking greedy lazy. They're fucking it's just okay, listen, it's not college students per se, it's international students. Now, I'm not gonna take talk about what specific culture I'm talking about here because I love them personally. I'm friends with a lot of these culture people, but they are new to Tim Hortons pizza. They do they, they have these all they all of these I don't want to say expensive cars, but they're brand new cars that they must be leasing or whatever their parents bought for them. And they buy McDonald's, they buy Tim Hortons, and then they get out of their car and they just sweep it all out of their car under their driveway and then they walk into their house as if that's how things work in Canada. And uh so I've gone around once one week um with a garbage bag cleaning up, and then the other times, you know, I've cleaned up, or I've had a talk with them to straighten them out a little bit, and, you know, they've been good for the most part, but there's one particular neighbor that drives me crazy, because I, garbage day is on a Tuesday, and sometimes their bins, and I don't know if this happens in every neighborhood, because I don't, with my experience, and I've lived in three or four different neighborhoods, um, never been an issue like this, but they are leaving their recycling bins or their garbage bins out. Like two or three days past garbage day, and that just drives me crazy. It really grinds your gears. It grinds my like ge- I, I don't know. Does it drive anybody else crazy like that? no no nation. Can you- <laughs> oh, none of your homeowners. What am I talking about? Oh my god!
1: Wow. At wow. least
2: one's a homeowner. Well, one or two. And, and <laughs> and, and, and let me tell you, they're in this car right now. <laughs> but yeah, I'm one of those guys now at night. I'm, I told Anthony this He's like Oh my god I can't believe You're this kind of person
1: But How do I don't really sound like that?
2: I cannot stand it So at night I've been going out For a little smoke And He, mean, he means pot Yeah And uh I'm, you know, I'm just gonna go For a little walk <laughs> he, he means meth And as I'm walking Down the street If I see a recycling bin Or a garbage bin out I just <laughs> grab it And I launch it Into their freaking bushes Or their backyard Or their front door Whatever the case is And I just Casually walk away Nobody cares. I've thrown it at people's doors. And nobody, like, comes to the door and says,
1: Hey, what was that? Uh, because they live in Hamilton, and usually when they hear a large, large bounce off the door, they probably think it's a human head. I don't, I don't know
2: where
1: you're getting that from. You live in Milton where prostitution
2: is still going around. Where? There. When I lived in Milton, there was um, a drive-by shooting down the street from me. What? You don't know that? No, it never happened. And there's... And right off Laurier, where you live, uh, there was a prostitution ring happening at Laurier in Ontario, but
1: I don't know. I guess you don't listen to the news. I don't listen to the news. gotta oh, all... where exactly was this prostitution ring so I can investigate myself? Laurier in Ontario, right uh-huh. by Faux Milton there. Uh. Uh-huh. That's how they get that super nice and spicy. Oh, God. It's really good. Very nice and salty. <laughs> <laughs> okay. How you recently become our parents drug dealer Sure <laughs> um, Now uh, I don't deal
2: drugs I don't buy and sell He doesn't sell them, he just gives them away and, and lately more than anything If I'm going to buy my stuff It's at a dispensary uh, Which is just around the corner from my house Since I live in Hamilton There's a lot of dispensaries um, But my mom specifically has like a lot of back pains and, you know, so Chronic back pain Can't sleep Instead of taking like these Tylenol 3s or whatever you would take, or Percocets even, really horrible stuff. Dave,
1: give me some perks.
2: I grabbed a a bunch of these different edibles for them and I had it in a brown paper bag and when I came into the house I said here take this and I threw it in his hand like you didn't find this for me you didn't get
1: this for me it's like oh what's this what's this (laughs) he's acting so dumb yeah like like, to to, to understand why like my dad our dad does this thing where he like he pretends he's like I don't know naive in the situation yeah but he totally knows what's going on and he'll into it and be wide-eyed oh, and everything. Oh, what's this? And I'm, I'm oh. telling him, okay, well, this is the
2: amount total. This is per bag. You have to cut it to these different sizes and see what works for you. And he's, okay, cool, okay, cool. Well, little did I know that uh, this was done for my mom. But my dad's, uh, I think, anyways, <laughs> he's, uh, he's digging in there for himself. Yeah. Oh, Anthony told
1: me that. He had okay. a FaceTime. So, So, on New Year's Eve... And I went and celebrated with with uh, my cu- our cousin, um, and our parents FaceTimed us, and they were all like glassed eyed. They're like, "Hey guys, we just wanted to call and
2: tell you we love you." And then when I confronted them about this, my mom like just, you know, super defensive as usual. Shut up, Dave! What are you talking about? No, it didn't. No, I didn't. Nothing happened. Nothing happened.
1: So just. To, like shut me down. <laughs> They're like, what do you guys do? What are you eating? And I'm like, we're eating Chinese food? They're like, oh, it sounds great. <laughs> 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 they were having heavy lunches. Nobody was delivering on New oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, so so Dave was telling me the story, and I was like, Oh my god, that makes so much sense. They were they were probably super high when when I when they FaceTime me on New Year's because they just seemed like way too much, like they were with friends of theirs, and I'm sure they had a couple drinks, but they were like way too high. They, uh, they they
2: faced timey first, and they didn't um, they didn't seem like that at all to me. Um, so maybe they're just putting it on a little bit, or maybe they're more relaxed around you, because I, I think I'm more of the uh, bad cop. If, if we're going to be reversing
1: rules here, we're the parents, suddenly I'm the bad cop, and you're the good cop. Yeah, well, I mean, you're a bit of a dick. Yeah, I'm the harder parent. Yeah, and I'm like a fun-loving parent that gives you sugar. Toys R Us and buys you anything you want. Yeah. You just don't be a fucking asshole to me. What place are we going to again? The Phoenix. So, the Phoenix. Dave and I, um, we don't really get to record, but it's nice to be able to record on our way to Smash Wrestling. We haven't been to Smash in a little while. Oh man, so long. Yeah, it's. Uh, I'm excited for it. It's going to be a big show. This is actually... It's kind of like their biggest show of the year. time and they had uh, a poster with uh, Chris here who had just been cut by the WWF and uh, AJ Styles had just been cut with just fart I was just going to say the same about you man like it stinks I thought that was you no that wasn't baby well, you can laugh for a second oh Sting. just got to clear out the just air kinda air it out here. air it out yeah okay. That's and, and I was like oh this sounds kind of cool so, so I bought an extra ticket not knowing if anyone would come with me at first and I definitely didn't want to go by myself so I just said to hey, ADF, like, listen, like, there's these two free agents that they're going to be wrestling for the first time, and it's, like, small, local indie. Do you want to go check it out? And he's like, yeah, okay. We went, and we had so much fun. It was, like, over 250 people. Oh, well, we I think they said it was, like, 600 people. Actually. I was, There there's so many people. Yeah, I, it, it was packed. The, uh, the only spots
2: for us were, like, the last row. Yeah, very last row. We were in the back end. Oh, man. My, it was I, crazy. I fell in love with heckling totally. right then and there. Like, just yelling at the matches,
1: the wrestlers yelling at people. Everybody there was having a good it was like going to your favorite band's concert and everybody everybody knowing the words of the song. It was that kind of vibe where it was just like everyone was there for a good time. There was nobody there being a fucking dog's cunt. Everybody there was just ready to party. And it was like high energy for like four hours. Yeah, they uh they put
2: on a hell of a show and I remember like just almost making fun of every wrestler but also sort of uh, rekindling my love for wrestling because I hadn't I don't know if I've watched I mean normally I keep tabs especially around Wrestlemania time but I mean for a good 10 years there I think it was 10 years I was pretty much out like basically from when I started working uh, out of high school yeah. to that point I was I think I was checked out of I don't wrestling. think
1: I, I watched from like 2002 2001 2002 I see. until about like and then I think around that time, uh, you were telling me about this wrestler,
2: CM Punk. Oh yeah. And I was just starting to watch like uh, this documentary movie on him, and I was fucking, like, holy shit! I missed all this. And yeah. there's some like awesome things with him, and even now today, like I keep tabs, but I don't, I don't watch every. Yeah, raw there's tub. so much. It's like but five I say, hours. I have the a network week. to catch up on. You know what's going on today, but also you know what has happened even when I used to like it, which is yeah. which is awesome. And I love seeing you know uh, when they do little bio uh, on each wrestler or, or whoever. Uh, I love seeing like I, the other day I was watching like a whole thing on Owen Hart. Uh, it was great, man. And it, it's basically just a bunch of different wrestlers telling stories of how he was
1: ripping everybody. Yeah, he was hilarious, man. Definitely the 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 wrestling culture, the behind the scenes culture, is. Like, no other industry where these guys, I mean, like, they're so close-knit anyways that, that they just, like, they rip each other and, you know, like, someone will, will take take the hit of being, like, the punchline of a joke, but they'll just laugh it off and come back with another one. It's, like, basically like a fraternity, and it's just, like, it's just all good. Yeah, so we covered wrestling. Yeah, so take so that one off the list. <laughs> uh...
2: I think the last time we did this we were heading to the Jays game me, and we got stuck in that traffic because oh, uh, the train... well, it was my birthday so that yeah. was July this past July? yeah oh I feel like that was longer ago I because uh that guy killed himself on the train remember he jumped on the train tracks oh yeah so shut down the train like, yeah. like thanks a lot buddy yeah like we got nothing to do buddy I think he did that on purpose he's like well I'm gonna kill myself
1: and you guys are gonna be late for the Jays game well, isn't that the day we did like the Jays game and
2: the Wolfpack game? And the Wolfpack game, which was awesome, and I can't wait until to, to oh, their yeah. season picks up again. Yeah, they
1: sent some monsters. Yeah, I've been, I have them on the Facebook. So I've been keeping tabs. Do you see? They uh, this guy named uh, Anton Sims. Yeah. No, Ashton Sims. Yeah, yeah. And uh, cool. he looks like a real life Thor. Oh, he's blonde hair. He's definitely got <laughs> blonde hair. His name's, name's Anton. I uh, No, it's Ashton Sims. Oh, okay. That's cool. He's a uh, he's a big Australian guy. He braids his goatee, so it's like this looks like. He rat tail very viking like Uh, totally it's kind of interesting that
2: a lot of Australian men are kind of viking looking but vikings are like nordic Nordic. so it's
1: kind of weird how similar they are except they're so far apart but did didn't the vikings invade england and then the english like i think they're around before Checked the, Their bloodline spread From the north the- Oh and Simon Marcus Thank you for letting me know How wrong I was And all the stats I put out there That's awesome What stats are that? I, he, he's telling me How wrong I was uh, I was talking about On the um, Leaf podcast Oh And he just He just Oh that was such
2: an awesome podcast You guys uh, did a great job You liked it? It's so funny man
1: uh, You guys you Just <laughs> killed it <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I didn't listen to it. I know. I like. I like. It, it wasn't as funny as. As uh, did you listen to Flair from Flair to Frisbee? I didn't listen to any of them, well, Anthony. Well, that's nice
2: you. Yeah. I. It's not that I uh, don't have time, but I'm. I'm just so um, involved in two other podcasts right now that I'm binging all their episodes. So I. I just can't. Deliver the limited time that I. I mean, when I was working in the field, I yeah, no problem. I'd listen to eight hours of the podcast every day. Oh my god. I, I. could can listen so much, now I'm... best job young- Every week that there's new marks coming in, I have this whole spreadsheet of stats, and I'm I'm tracking everybody. And I'm looking at the curve going up and down, I and mean, then when I put them into the computer, I can see you know everybody's average adjusting week to week. So I get so involved, especially for the top students. Um, you know, like uh, one of my students' names is Action. <laughs> He's an international student. Really good kid. He had like six 10 out of 10s on a row on one of his just like, actually, you just got it. another ten, that's six in a row. And he's like, yes, sir, I'm very, training very hard. Like, that's incredible. And I just get so amped up when I see good marks because I'm like, wow, look at this guy. Oh, he's going to be taken over for top slot. Like, uh, this week. Oh, like, so uh, you, like, you treat it like uh, a game, like, like, as if you're, like, oh, yeah. in fantasy football. Every, every week, and I don't know if this is ethical or not, but every week, <laughs> I go, I go to the students, I'm like, top student of the week, Thomas, I get on you and I get a round of applause. And it sort of gets a sort of... You know, competition, competition between them yeah. to, like, do better, and that way they're more involved, too, but, um... <laughs> there's this one kid, Yosef, great kid. He was the top student for, like, six weeks in a row, and then when he started falling, and action took over his spot, and I said, Yosef, what happened to you? You just dropped off. You were doing tens out of nowhere, and, uh, you're getting perfect on all your, your, uh, your assignments, and... and what the hell is this? It's an 8 out of 10. This is a 20 out of 25. He's like, sir... Only be a top student for so long (laughs) until someone succeeds you, and I was like, Oh my god, like, I think it gets exhausting for them, and the pressure builds up like, Oh man, I'm the top student, like, especially when you're back to back weeks and stuff. Because, um, one of my classes, uh, there was like a new top student every other week, uh, and my other class, there was like basically only two or three top students throughout the whole semester, like, one guy held it on for like six weeks, the other guy held it on for three. Uh, and then so on and this this one guy was consistent the whole way through that uh, he ended up being the top student uh, come exam time. so it, and, uh, anyways, it's anyways it's very exciting for me and uh, Daniela always says you know this is a perfect job for you because now you can be a comedian and you have your own audience and they have to laugh at your jokes otherwise they, they you have to them. attend and they have they to they have to them. attend so you always have like a full audience. They have to laugh at your jokes otherwise you just become an asshole and you make things harder for them so. It's a really good gig for me. I can't, uh, honestly can't complain. And uh,
1: So, do you, there do you see yourself long. doing this like forever, for now, like five years, like for five years? or
2: Yeah, know. I think right now, um, you know, my goals always change, but. Um, oh, no signals. Thanks, buddy. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> because he's driving a Ram. Like, yeah, it's Let's a, just it's <laughs> a Lamborghini.
1: He can, he can go <laughs> in.
2: Uh, I have a lot of Seinfeld jokes I can say right now because that's all I've been listening to podcast-wise, but, uh, oh, yeah. cool. but nobody will get it. Um, what was I saying about um, job goals? The yeah, job goals. goals. Uh, you know, this is a job that I never thought I could uh, ever get, like, I always thought they were, like, few and far, and then, um, you know, when I was, I was doing my own business for a while, um, which were basically part-time hours, and then in the meantime, I was renovating my house. My a friend of mine picked up a teaching job uh, where he lived like in Durham College and I said oh well like I was thinking about his qualifications and he had less qualifications than I did I was like how do you get a gig like that I'm like oh he just you know I just applied and uh they took me on and now I'm a teacher I'm like what that sounds too easy so I, I went and applied there was um I think there was like one or two spots available I went in for the interview and I got the gig and I'm like I'm I'm young looking I'm 32, so I'm still young, but I'm young-looking as
1: well. Young-looking. People always ask, who's the older brother? They say that to be nice, Anthony. No, no, They know who the older brother is. Listen, you don't look that young, bro. Yeah,
2: okay. They think I'm the younger brother of Jessica. Okay, that's how young I look. Jessica looks old as shit, too. Yeah, you guys all look old. In any case, um, so anyways, I I got the job. It was great, and and now that I'm in this position, this is really all I want to do. I mean... Um, there's a full-time position opening up. Like, I, It's kind of a long shot for me to get it because I just started there, but I might as well try and, and try to get it. And if I get you're it... Probably give it to like, you
1: because you're probably less expensive than the other teachers. Uh, I
2: think that actually is a bit of an angle. Like, Actually, when I spoke to them about it, I said, you know, I know I, I look young, I know I am young, and I might have less experience than some of the other teachers applying. But I think this is like a, a huge advantage in my favor because I think uh, students are going to be looking at me and seeing a young guy teaching who has had success, who has accomplished things, and they're looking at themselves saying, well, I have to go through a five-year apprenticeship. But they see a young guy like me who's accomplished these things, and they can say, hey, that light at the end of the tunnel isn't uh, too far away, really. So I think it's actually a motivating thing for the students anyway. So I I think it's actually a benefit to look young and actually be young. And maybe I, I only have 15 years' experience compared to some of these guys that are 20. In thirty years, but I can also talk in front of a crowd, and I can really translate or communicate. Yeah, so to the, the older guys would be like so grizzled. Too. They they are grizzled, and they're man. I couldn't believe it. Like they, I cannot believe there has not been some lawsuits, especially so we're in the uh, you know the skilled trades department. There's a lot of blue collar teachers out there that talk like we're in the field still. Like you know we might say. Um, I don't, not there's not racial slurs, but there's maybe sexist or ageist or any kind of slurs that are out there that you you know to me they're common, but into the uh, in to society's the, eyes sensitive millennials. Yes, exactly. You could be offensive to someone. So there's one teacher that was talking like his icebreaker to whenever he has a female student. Um, he says something like, uh, "What's sweetie. up, what's up, sugar kids?" No, he says, "Sweetie, you're gonna have to talk louder." I've been. I've been married for 25 years, and I can't hear female no more. <laughs> and I'll, I'm like, I think his name's Ron. I said, oh, Ron, you can't say that. He's like, I've already said it. Fuck him. <laughs> and they laugh it up like they're, they, they're funny guys. It's like, shit. Like, I cannot believe these guys are getting away with it. Like, they are on their way. Actually, can you open that up and see? Uh, I think we have to take Jarvis. Yeah, but um, in any sense, it, it's been great, and I think uh, I'm I'm the most. Uh, oh, I gotta get off here. Politically, I think I'm the most
1: appropriate for the position, but we'll see. I don't, I, I I couldn't imagine you as a teacher. I know. But now, after like like to, whenever like we talk about it, you you bring this stuff up. To see how, like, intriguing it is for you and, and see how much you enjoy it, I can actually totally see you doing this now. And I, I'm happy that, that you found something that at least, you, like, it's not the boring, main, mundane stuff that you were doing before that was just, like, soul draining either, too. It's like, oh, I gotta put oh, another panel. Oh, Yeah,
2: I, I mean, those things, I don't want to say they get boring, but they do, and it's... A lot of it is fuck, man. Waking up at four thirty every morning—it yeah. just just kills me. Like four thirty in the morning in like January, February. Oh, and it's just dark it's just on the way dark home, and dark and on shitty on the way to work, and it's cold, and you know, even if you're working inside, it's not heated conditions all the time. Yeah. Anyways, you you actually have a family member whose stepson was in one of
1: my classes. Oh yeah, Cra- crazy small world story. I know. And, My wife's sister... She she contacted me. She said, so you're a teacher now? I said, yeah. Like, I didn't announce
2: anything on Facebook. Where'd you hear that? She said, my son has... Stepson. Yeah, she said "Has Has you in one of her classes, or one of his classes. Oh, that's crazy. Like, uh, give me his name. So, because I've already been teaching for a couple weeks at that point. And... uh, yeah, and what did he say? Did he say I was one of his favorite teachers? Yeah, so. Uh, he said most handsome and teacher, or something
1: like basically that. Basically, right? he said that, yeah. He said, uh, basically, uh, to get a 90, you told me you'd have to suck his you'd have to suck <laughs> <your> dick. <laughs> and he did it, and, and he just might got gotten 89. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, long story short, I get a. I get, um, Brittany's on the phone with her sister. Her stepson uh, is in Dave's class, and so. You know, you do the the train of thought. It's like, does Anthony have a brother? Yes. Is his name Dave? Yes. Is he teaching at this college? Yes. Kate knows who I am. What are you talking about? And uh, does she? Yes. And then, yeah, so long story short, we figured it out that Dave was his teacher. But then all all of a sudden, it was like every time I saw him, and I had would see him a lot over the holidays. So, actually, one time, it was uh, Christmas Day, was it, where there was like the, the class before Christmas break, and... Aiden skips David's class so yeah it was the cl- exactly it was the class before Christmas
2: break and it was actually for his class specifically because it was on a Monday and there was a couple holidays on the Monday we had to cram in their exam review on the Monday before the holidays so say guys you know give them a big heads up exam review on sorry exam review on Monday uh, make sure you're there I think five or six students out of the 25 showed up and I, I couldn't believe it. And like we went over the review; it's pretty thorough. These guys, you know, gathered a lot of information for what could or could not be on the exam. And I just couldn't believe that, you know, majority of the kids didn't show up, let alone uh, your step nephew here, who <laughs> was like, "What the fuck is going on?" So you, uh, Kate, was facetiming you on Christmas Day when I was at your yeah. place. Yep, yeah. And uh, and then you. Brought the... You know, I was a little incapacitated at the time, but, uh... Oh, my God, you yeah, had, like... In any case... You had, like, six or seven <laughs> drinks. You weren't <laughs> even drunk. In any case, um... Can you type in the next one? Yeah. Uh, your step-nephew ends up being on the FaceTime at the same time, which is in front of his, uh, step So I just say, You missed... Like, right away, without even say hello, You missed my class! <laughs> and that got him in a little bit of shit. Yeah. Uh, because he was skipping out on class, but, uh... You know, some of these kids, you know, they'll skip the class because they have a job. And they're like, oh, sir, my job needs me at five. This, this, you know, this class is till six. I said, I don't give a fuck. You're taking this class for a career, not a job at Tim Hortons or playing against sports. Like, get over it. Tell your job to fuck off. Who gives a shit? Go get another part-time job. There's lots of jobs out there. This is your school. You got to
1: pay attention here. Yeah, and that's why his whole class failed. That's right. What was your marking? What was your class? Class average? Range? Yeah. Uh, so my
2: one class, you know what? I don't know what the overall average is. I would say my one class was uh, a 78, and then the other one was probably like an 81. But they were on that high 70 range, which is, I think it's pretty good. I think I had five kids that were 90 and up. Uh, my top students... Like action over there. He got a 96 average. Oh my goodness, average, and then the uh, <laughs> the other class top student got like a 94 average. So it was amazing. An know?
1: average that'd be insane. I, to I gave
2: that. well, I gave these kids an opportunity to, you know, if you got a bad mark. We have something called a catch-up day. If you missed a lab, you can do it. Otherwise, you can redo a lab that you've done before that had a bad mark, and I'll give you a new mark for it. I thought that was a very generous thing to do. Not a lot of kids showed up to that class either, because like, fuck this. If it's an option, I'm going to leave. Well, Akshit here, who's been getting tens left and right, said, sir, my first lab, which is an easy lab compared to what he's doing now, I got a 6 out of 10. I really want to make that a 10 out of 10. I was like, hey. I'll power to you, buddy, go do it. So he did it. He got a 10 out of 10, which bumped up his mark that much more. Like, he was an excellent student, so.
1: Good for by
2: Yeah, and and for the most part, uh, the average was between 70 and 85 for the most of the class. And then there was a couple clowns that, to be honest with you, I'm surprised they didn't drop out. There was like, they, they got like a 52, and I was like, what's the point? Yeah. Like, like oh, and they, they're relieved when they pass. Like, I got a 52, oh my God, awesome. And I was like, what's the matter with you? I mean, oh, don't oh my you god! have I'm, any pay- The only thing that I'm thinking of is you're paying for this. I'm just too cheap to even fathom what they're going through to say, "Oh yeah, I got a 52." But it's there's money coming out of your pocket, so like in my mind, I'm just like, if I'm paying for this shit, I better be paying attention to it. I better be, you know, making it worth my while. But you know, these kids—they don't care.
1: Yeah, they're like these
2: fucking kids.
1: Well, like. Are they all going for the same thing, or is it just like different de-
0: different certificates or degrees? Well,
2: okay, so these international students, and uh, I'm just going to come out and say it, act here specifically, um, they're already electrical engineers from India, so they're not uh, they're electrical engineers in Canada. So, what they're doing, to be honest with you, what they're doing is two-year course. If they stay in the country for two years, they get a citizenship. But they are electrical engineers, so why not take a course that's going to improve your job market? All right. Um, you know once you live in Canada, and with that being said, uh, you gotta take a drink. With that being said, um, they, they're exploring something more practical sense of their actual field, anyways. So they're electrical engineers, yet they have no field experience, which is the biggest issue with engineers. They don't have any field experience to understand how things get installed, how how long things take to get done, how you can get things done more efficiently. And so, uh, these guys are getting basically some minor field experience so that when they do go to the job market they can say hey I have field experience in this I can do this or, I took a tier I got uh, a course. 99 in Dave D. friends <laughs> class uh, then they're gonna say Dave DeMontresca he's a top-notch teacher <laughs> <laughs> he's a very handsome top-notch student that's the that's my biggest thing that I always say like they get four hours to do a project I'm like guys let's pick up the pace a little bit I would have had this done in 15 minutes However, I'm a hell of a hell of a lot more experienced and handsome than you guys, and I always like reinforce the fact that I'm that I'm more handsome than them, and I don't hear any complaints. <laughs> I, I think
1: they know. They're like, "Yes, sir, you are very <laughs> handsome." Can I please, get a, can I please get a fifty-two, <laughs> sir. <laughs> 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 Just don't bring me into the electrical closet. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. You want to talk about your mark? Let's go take a walk to this. Uh, I don't uh, want to do panel. another electrical panel for you. <laughs> yeah, you got to pull this wire. Oh. <laughs> Well, Dave, with that being said, let's end this episode of Growing Up D Fran. Uh, hopefully, the audio wasn't shitty. What do we get out of this? 30 minutes? Uh, I think so. That's good. Yeah, I think that's good enough. That's all they want to hear. you probably get till next July. Well, look at this guy, way too much to drink. Uh, this is the kind <laughs> of riff raff you get in Toronto. <laughs> you don't see that in
2: Hamilton. Yeah, you don't right. see that. This guy fucking sleeping on a wheelchair. <laughs> on the street, not even on the sidewalk, on the street. Hamilton, they, the homeless can't afford a wheelchair. They just lay down on the heaters, you know?
1: Yeah, they, yeah. And they, and they want money from me.
2: Huh, you're getting free heat here, buddy. <laughs> what bills do you, you, got no overhead. What do you mean? I should be asking you for <laughs> money from me. Exactly. It's like, you know what I said? No, I didn't say this for real. But you know what I should say one day to a homeless person? Because, and, you know, I know people are sensitive to homeless people, but listen. Most of these people aren't actually homeless. Okay, they're actually making money. Yeah. And the ones that are homeless, they're homeless because they're they have some mental issues. Which or is they uh, th- this is a bigger issue altogether. See, yeah, I bet
1: this guy wearing a fedora. I bet you anything, he's bald. Okay, who cares? Of course he's bald. Of he's wearing a fedora. Fedora. Oh my god, and
2: he's got some serious spectacles on. Anyways, um, <laughs> you know what they say? If they ever say, "Can you spare some change?" I should say, "Can you break a <laughs> hundred?" Well, then I cannot spare some change. <laughs>
1: Okay. I know, <laughs> it's a mean thing to say, but I thought it was a funny joke. If your joke. son or daughter want to be a
2: electrical student, <laughs> or stand oh, we're driving in the best part of Toronto, I just realized. Totally. This is freaking uh, Salvation Army. Is there a lineup getting into the There store? is a
1: garbage can there, why are you throwing garbage on the floor? Yeah. I can't, you know, this is what ticks me off. Welcome to the 6, Oh, that guy, oh
0: yeah, he's talking to himself.
1: Well,
2: we've got a lot of great people in Toronto, I gotta say, it's a bang-up city you guys yep. got
1: here. Yeah, totally. All right, you'll see this in Milton. All right, (laughs) Um, have
0: a great day, guys.